0: We are back, we are back, we are the Neighborly Table. Once again, I am your host, John.
1: And I'm your other host, Johanna.
0: What's going on, guys? Hope y'all having a good week. It is Thursday, episode four. You know it's podcast day for us. Yes, 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 yes. Topic of the day is traditionalism.
1: Why don't you open us up with prayer?
0: Yeah, let's go ahead and get into it, y'all. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you on tonight for blessing us and granting us the opportunity to do this again once again god continue to lead this podcast in a mighty way god to do your word god to to help people and inspire people to encourage people god not put them down but pick them up god we want to ask that you pray for everybody on this earth god continue to use them in a mighty way god whatever they are going through god touch them god continue to turn their bad days into good days god continue to turn their sorrows into happiness god and we just ask That you would continue, continue, continue to cover us along the way, God, because without you, we are nothing. So we ask this in your son, Jesus name. We pray. Amen.
1: And amen. The church said amen.
0: (laughs) What is going on, y'all? Episode four traditionalism. I'm happy to be doing this again with my beautiful co-host, Johanna.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome.
1: You're not too bad yourself.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Um, Yo, so traditionalism, Um, first of all, biggest question for this topic today, y'all, is what is the difference between traditions of man and traditions of God? Uh, Tradition, you know, is the transmission of customs or beliefs from generation to generation. Um, It can be passed down, you know, um, by the love of God. It can be celebrated um, through faithfulness of God and what he's done. Um, it can help future generations understand why we honor God, you know, create a sense of gratefulness and belongings. And, you know, the intent of tradition was extremely important. It was, um, to be led.
2: It is, it is,
0: it is. It is. yeah, it is. Not it was. It was, is was, both.
1: Well, it was. Yeah. And you know, it, is it is today. today. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but, um, it was to be led by the spirit and what traditions are worth keeping. Um, so, you know, it's kind of what we want to get into today. Um, and just kind of, you know, piggyback a little bit off of what we talked about last uh, week on the podcast. Um, what are your insight thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, so the intent is kind of to define tradition, which you kind of just did for us. Um, and this is not like, a hate podcast about tradition. I just want to let y'all know that um, ahead of time. Um, Traditions can be a good thing, but uh, when we get into traditionalism, Mm -hmm. that is something that can at times be at odds uh, with the traditions of God. And so that's what we want to talk about today. So you just defined tradition, which is um, the transmission or the gifting of customs of belief and beliefs to um, future generations, from generation to generation. Yeah. And then the last piece of what you just said is that the intent of the tradition is really important, um, and that we need to be led by the Spirit in what traditions are worth keeping. Yeah. So I think that's something, again, that's really important to highlight. But really quickly, I'm going to get into what traditionalism is. Okay. And I'm going to read some verses from Mark 7. And just a little bit of background um, is that the Pharisees and some other people had gathered around Jesus. And they saw some of his disciples eating food with hands that were dirty or okay. unwashed, right? Yeah. And it's important to note that the Pharisees and all the Jews um, did, not le- did not eat unless their hands were clean. Mm -hmm. Um, They did a ceremonial washing, um, which was the tradition of their elders. And um, they didn't eat unless they washed their hands. They observed other traditions like um, washing cups and pitchers and other things like that as well. So that's the context or the the background of this. So I'm going to start at, let's see, uh, Mark 7, verse 5. Okay. Yes. So the Pharisees and teachers of the law asked Jesus, Why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders instead of eating their food with defiled or unwashed hands? He replied, this is Jesus. Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you hypocrites. As it is written, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. You have not let go of the commands of God, and are holding on to human traditions. As he continued, you have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God in order to observe your your own traditions. Mm. For Moses said, honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death. But you say that if anyone declares that what might have been used to help their father or mother is korban or devoted to God, then you can no longer let them do anything for their mother or father. Mm. Thus, you nullify or void the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down, and you do many things like that. So what Jesus is talking about in this passage is Forsaking the laws of God for, in essence, traditionalism. I um, mean, doing things and only doing things that were passed down. So the Pharisees were traditionalist, and that's what we're talking about right now traditionalism. Yeah. So traditionalism in, in Christianity specifically is characterized as um, like beliefs, practices, customs, and um, traditions that are associated with christianity of the past right Mm -hmm. because it's it's things that our forefathers have done right right um and this is across all denominations so from the very beginning um uh with with jesus and the jews and early christianity all the way through um catholicism and all of the the denominations that come after, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And another element is that it's comprised of man-made traditions, man-made created customs that honor what was done in the past. Let me say that again. It's comprised of man-made or created traditions and customs that honor what was done in the past. And I think it's important um, for us to talk about what it means, like, practically, what traditionalism does Mm -hmm. practically. So um, remember, these are things that are created by men or man and is associated with things that we have done um, or Christians have done in the past, right? Mm -hmm. So what these types of traditions and traditionalism does is it tries to save what we've done, what our fathers and forefathers have done,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, or even, in some cases, what our denomination has always done.
2: Right.
1: Um, and in that way, it kind of clutches to the past and everything that we've done in the past instead of looking forward to the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem with that is that it tends to hinder the growth of the church and the progression of the church by um, stopping or blocking change that is necessary um, for the church to continue to thrive for generations after us. Right. Um and another thing that it does, which ties into what we talked about last week, is it causes division between generations mm-hmm. um, because younger people tend to want to, to progress forward and do things a little bit differently. And um, older generations are normally opposed to things like that. So it, it creates a bigger division um, – between the generations in the church. Um, I'm going to pause there see if you have any thoughts.
0: No, no, no. You're kind of hitting it on the money right now. Um, I'm just really excited to kind of dig deeper into this topic um, to kind of, you know, give some relatable um, experiences that we've both had sure. or that we've seen, you know, with uh, traditionalism and, you know, the ins and outs of it when it comes to man and God.
1: Absolutely. And another big thing is that a way for you to tell traditionalism versus just regular, like, traditions um, is that sometimes traditionalism doesn't necessarily line up with the commandments of God. And that's a question that I think we need to ask ourselves yeah. um, and that you all need to ask yourselves as Christians. And we'll get back to that later. Um, but also, I just want to pause here and say that traditionalism is not the same thing as tradition. You stated what tradition was earlier, and it's the passing down of, you know, beliefs and things from generation to generation. Right. right. Um, traditionalism, which is kind of honoring um, and holding on to the things of the past just because we've done them in the past, yeah. what that does is it elevates Man-made traditions of Christianity to the level of God's traditions, and that's what we're we're grappling with here. Like mm-hmm. making sure that the traditions that we hold, we're not trying to uplift them to the point of um, of the traditions that have been handed down to us through um, the Bible and the uh, example of Christ, mm-hmm. and that's really important. Tradition th- traditions themselves are not bad. Right. Um, traditions can be very great, like the examples that you um, stated before. Like traditions can teach generations why we love God, why we honor God, how He's been faithful to us in the past, and 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 how we will continue to honor Him because of what He has done and what He will do, do in the future. Yeah. Um, so. Traditions in and of themselves are not bad. I just wanted to let you all know that again. Right. Um, traditionalism, however, is honoring things that were done in the past just because we've done them before is is not necessarily a good thing. And oftentimes it's a bad thing. Oftentimes it's um, contrary to the traditions that God wants us to to strive to keep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so really quickly, I have a scripture relating to that, which is Colossians 2.8. Okay. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world mm-hmm. and not according to Christ. We need to con- be we need to be concerned with the things that are um, passed down to us, according to Christ, according to the word of God and not according to human traditions are the elemental spirits of the world. Yes. And then the next one that I have is Matthew fifteen three. 3. Okay. He answered them, and why do you break the commandments of God for the sake of your tradition? If we have two, two uh, opposing things, one is a tradition of, of man and the other is a tradition of God, it's, it's hard to break traditions from time to time but uh, what we need to be choosing is is the the commandments of God, the traditions of God, um, and that's what's important here.
0: Amen, amen, amen. Um, so let's go ahead and get into you know what traditions of God look like, what they are. Um, you know, when it comes to these traditions that God uh, put before us, um, yeah. we were given this by God through mm-hmm. the inspiration of His Word. And through personhood of Jesus Christ, right, the, the Word of God and the perfect witness of Jesus, who was the Word made flesh, right um they are right and they are true yeah um,
1: let's let's just talk about that for a second, yeah, the traditions of God are the traditions that were given to us by God through the inspiration of his Word, yeah and through the personhood of Jesus Christ, so if it doesn't come from those two things. Oftentimes, it's not a tradition worth keeping.
0: So I know you're all listening to this, um, but in your mind I want you to um mentally highlight that, that, that key phrase right there, um, his word. Um mm. That's you know right. not not your word, not um your friend's word, um, you know, not you know, a, a church um you know, a church uh person or appear at your church. It's it's his word. It has to come from what he has given us. Um so we have to remember that that and and that's one key thing that I think over a period of time has gotten mistaken or misused um to almost manipulate um mm. people, you know, within the church organization.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um you know um one key scripture um that I see we have right here comes from first Corinthians Chapter 11, verse two. Now I praise you, brethren, that you remember me in all things and keep the ordinances or traditions as I delivered them to you.
1: And those the method of delivery is like you said, the word of God. And the perfect example uh, and witness of Jesus, who is the word made flesh. Yeah, that's that's. The only way that they're going to be right and true, like you mentioned earlier, um, mm-hmm. is if they were delivered to us by those two methods. It's either coming from the Word of God yeah. or the mer- the Word made flesh, which is Jesus. Yeah. And if they don't come from those two places, we seriously have to sit down and question whether or not their traditions worth keeping. Right. Is this lining up with the Word? Is this something... That the Lord would be proud of, um, and is it in accordance with the, the things that He's already given us? Right. And I think that it's it's really hard for people because uh, traditions are a way to 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 remain in contact and in touch with those who came before us. Yeah, to honor um, and to honor them. Yeah. and to honor that those same things you know have a place in our life that they're right. also important to us the right. things that were important to our forefathers are important to us mm-hmm. and i think that's a really beautiful thing but also our forefathers weren't perfect right they didn't they didn't always do everything exactly right they were human just like we are and so because of that fact we have to ask ourselves if these traditions that our forefathers were doing if they were doing it just for the sake of doing it because someone else had done it before them yeah. or if it was something that was handed down to us by God and I understand that that's a really hard thing and I understand that um, the the practicing of those those types of traditions that aren't necessarily aligning with Um, the values that God wants us to have those can be hard to let go and it's not going to be something that happens overnight but I, I would encourage everyone listening um to to think about what those things are in your life and ask the Holy Spirit to um to let you know whether or not it's 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 a tradition worth keeping. And sometimes it might be, but sometimes it might not be. And, in, and you're not going to know if you're not thinking about why it is that you do something. Because a lot of us are kind of mindless, right? Yeah. We do things because well, I saw my mama do this and I saw my daddy do that and they've done that all their lives mm-hmm. and, or at least since I've known them and, and they probably did it because my grandma and uh, my papa did the same thing yeah. and they did it because their mom and dad and their grandparents and so far, um, so on and so forth rather um, and, and nobody really actually knows why they're doing something. It could have been just, you know, somebody started it and everybody just decided to continue it. There might not have been any particular rhyme or reason. And you wouldn't know because sometimes we are really just mindless and we get stuck in doing things that we've seen before. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily what it is that we need to be doing.
2: Right.
1: Um, And so I think it's important that we kind of try to replace some of those things. And like I said, it's not going to happen overnight. Um, But ask the Holy Spirit. Um, what's going on with that and and what it is that you need to keep or what it is that you need to 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 weed out um and what it is that you need to replace the things you've weeded out with gotcha. um based on his word based on um based on the life of Jesus
0: amen, amen now, not to cut into what we're talking about, um but we did just get a question then. Um and I'm gonna kinda ask that to you and uh, let you answer now answer uh mm-hmm. behind you. Um would an example of traditionalism be um not eating meat on Fridays during Lent? Uh
1: I think possibly. Yeah. What do you, you tell me what you think.
0: I I think yes. Um you know, um not throwing any shade or, you know, any any
1: right because this is this is not denomination specific yeah. it's all denominations yeah. we all do this we all have elements of traditionalism yeah you um, know just um, to put that out there
0: yeah, but my you know my whole aspect of you know lent in general is that personally um you know there's 365 days in a year um not 40 i get the representation of you know what they're trying to accomplish and what they're trying to do mm-hmm. um which like i said it, if that's what their belief is mm-hmm. you know in their de- in their denomination you know more power to them um but i i would rather live every day um you know showing how much i love and honor god on a regular basis um that's to me more honoring him more uh, than honoring i would say let's say the church that i go to mm-hmm. you know or the i relig- think that
1: i think that's a a valid point keep going
0: yeah or more 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 so honoring the religion of you know mm-hmm. of, of what you know because pretty much it's like a it's almost like a rule you mm-hmm. know like and during lent they they take they take heed to that and they and mm-hmm. they and they it's it's like a a rule they can't break and if they do they feel as though that you know they're not worthy or yeah they're not not a good
1: catholic or a good christian you know which definitely has a serious element of traditionalism traditionalism is one of those things where it's like either you follow this or you're not doing good enough right um and that's definitely an element to me but just a little uh a background on me i went to a catholic school i'm not catholic So I have a lot of experience um, with Lent. Right. um, And I see this two ways um, from that experience. So remember earlier when we said intent is really important when it comes to tradition? Yeah. Um, And I think that's so. I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with... A focused amount of time Of prayer and fasting Right. If that is what you are Adhering to Lent for um, To have a, a focused Very almost kind of Consecrated time where you're going To pray and Fast for specific things I don't think that there's anything Wrong with that but like you said Kind of that element of I have to do this, or I'm not a good Catholic, or I'm going to be ostracized, um, or, or what have you, that to me is traditionalism. Um, because anything where we are kind of looking down on people or ostracizing people for yeah. um, not adhering to a specific tradition to me is traditionalism so for me it's both ways like it depends on the intent if you're if you're doing it just because I'm Catholic and every other good Catholic or every other Catholic I know is doing this during Lent and you don't necessarily know why it is you're doing it that to me is traditionalism but if you're being very intentional and saying that for these 40 days I'm going to to pray and fast um, because I want to see a move of God in my life and the lives of other people around me, that to me is, is fine. It just goes back to really the intent. Um, because like you said, I mean, you can fast all year round. That's true.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but also, it can be good to take an intentional time every year or every six months or every three months or whatever and say, I'm going to fast and pray for these specific things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that God honors. But doing that... And not knowing why you're doing it, I don't think that's good. Yeah, it, it goes back to the intent for me.
0: Yeah, and you know, I I look at it like this: um, if I if I was a part of the Catholic faith and I didn't practice, let's say I didn't, you know, practice Lent during Lent season. Yeah, that um, there
1: would be a level of condemnation.
0: Yeah, uh, but not more so by God, more so by, like, my church. Mm-hmm. And your peers um, and yeah, the people peers, of your community, your parish. You know, yeah, you know, but... Well, th-
1: parish because we live in Louisiana, the y'all. Thi- the <laughs> thing about it is,
0: too, is that, like, I... It's, you know, what if I decided to do it at another time? Like, another, yeah. another point in season. And know? I know
1: a lot of Catholics that do that.
0: Yeah, but the problem is, though, is that would I still be... Looked at wrong for doing it then and not doing it during whenever they told me we need to do it. It's
1: definitely possible. Yeah, you know. I, I've, I've like, like I mentioned earlier, I've heard it both ways. I've seen it both ways.
0: Yeah. Um. So you know, it' a very good question. Very good question. Yeah.
1: Thank you for asking that, R. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We really appreciate that. Um, one other scripture I'm, I'm looking at, um, right here.
1: I think we did that already, huh? Yeah. Oh, you want me to scroll down? I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. Nah, you're good, you're
0: good, you're good. Um, comes from Deuteronomy chapter 5, and this is verse 32 and 33. You shall be careful, therefore do as the Lord your God has commanded you. You shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. You shall walk in all the way that the Lord your God has commanded you, that you may live and that it may go, as, go well with you, and that you may live long in the land that you shall possess,
1: mm.
0: and that's Deuteronomy chapter five, be careful,
1: therefore, to do as the Lord your God has commanded you, yeah yeah, um, and if you do that, it may go well with you, and you may live long in the land that you shall possess right. that's wow
0: yeah that, that, that's real powerful, that's real powerful, and listen, y'all, we hope that. You know, y'all can take these scriptures as y'all are listening to them. And actually, you know, go and read the whole entire chapter. Sure. Um, we took bits and pieces um, that really stuck out. Yeah. Um, But, you know, the rest of the verses with the chapter itself um, go hand in hand to explain further and deeper into what God really meant behind tradition.
1: Right. And godly tradition. There are certain things that the Lord wants us to keep, and that's why he gave us um those commands through the inspired word of God um, through his son Jesus Christ and we have to prioritize those traditions above all else um yeah so let's let's talk a little bit about um, some of the takeaways of what it is that we've talked about today and this is a little bit of a shorter episode. Um
0: well, well shorter when it comes to what we have, but we're gonna like I said talk about some things we've seen, things we've experienced and stuff like that too to give them a you know more of a actual one on one personal detail of what we've experienced.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um I we have again back to the, the kind of ostracism that people um face. I, I don't know about you, but in in many of the instances that I've been in, it's been like kind of a taboo thing to ask about uh, church traditions. Yeah. And if you have any questions about them, it's like, oh, you're being contrary and we don't have to explain why we do those things to you. And I've often found, I think that, when people don't like to explain it's because they don't really have a good answer. Um, and that's interesting <laughs> um, because then I don't I don't know, I think maybe it's like a light switch that goes off and people are like, I don't actually know why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And they get a little bit defensive because we've asked a question and they don't actually know the answer to it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, which just goes back to, we, it's not wrong. I think we need to get out of this mindset that it's wrong to question things. I feel like some of the biggest uh, revelations that I've received has come from questioning my faith and asking God, hey, what's going on here? And why is this like that? And why am I experiencing that? Because it gives him the opportunity to answer our questions, whether that's through the Word of God, whether that's through the Holy Spirit, whether that's through um, him sending someone to kind of explain or express what it is that he wants us to get. Right. And I think we got to get out of that, like, let's not question the tradition because we've done this for 150 years. Um, And I think that's something really, like, important to know, that it's okay to ask questions and if you ask questions and it turns out that nobody really understands what the traditions are about or why they do them then it's probably time to to say what can we replace these tra- what traditions of God can we replace these traditions with uh what do you think
0: um yeah i mean i um I definitely agree. Have you
1: had any experiences like that where you've ever asked a question? Uh,
0: nah. I mean, No? Not, I mean, you know, I, I've always been more on the wiser side of, you know, listening, observing, mm-hmm. uh, not saying too much, um, and then, you know, going to the right people um, or just specifically going to God mm-hmm. um, to kind of check, you know. <laughs> Check, check to see if you know if that if that is Bible or you know like they say Bible? Yeah you know um, nah I mean I, I've never
1: you've never had any questions? I know me I am a very inquisitive person I was a very inquisitive kid yeah. I also like you kind of just observed what was happening what was going on but still I had questions I am a very analytical person if it don't make sense to me I'm probably not going to do it
0: yeah, but you gotta keep in mind too. I um, that that's just the rebel inside of me.
1: Um, I mean, I guess with me too. Maybe I'm, <laughs> maybe I'm a little slightly rebellious in that I just don't take things for, for what they are as they come.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean. But yeah,
1: I be I be having a lot of questions. Well, it
0: it it, it all comes with you know. You know, having those talks with God, and that no matter—that's true. No matter what age you're at, um, you that's know, true.
1: And I will say that sometimes I do ask the questions to God, and that's normally more productive than asking a human being. But continue. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, I mean, you just—you just need to be able to, you know, humble yourself and just, you know, how do they say, wait on the Lord um when it comes to certain things
1: so i was about to start singing a song yeah yep. <laughs>
0: you know um yeah i mean just from you know my personal experiences with um you know being in church all of my life um Where i will church babies
1: at. yeah
0: i will say that um you know the traditions of man through churches that i have fellowship at and belong to um have really um put a damper mm. on the church as a whole. Um, you know. Um yeah. and y- and and as I got older my observing of what certain traditions that they had in place, I was able to kind of separate, you know, what was spirit led mm. and what was man made led. Cool. Um, you know, and it it gave me the strength and the ability and wisdom to be able to honestly just almost in a sense like shoo those things away yeah um but you know being obedient still to you know you know god and knowing that you know at the end of the day too god doesn't want any confusion you know he wouldn't want me to just you know you know, just shout out that these things are wrong or these things shouldn't be. That's you true. You know, because that's when you create confusion and chaos, and yeah. God is not the author of that. That's true. Um, you know, but it, it 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 has helped me. And it, I know it's pretty, I'm pretty sure it's helped a lot of other people too with almost in a sense, you know, removing yourself out of that situation because you know that it's, it's not of God, um, you know, and that's why you see a lot of people that will tell you that, at diff- different points in time in their life that they might have to transition mm-hmm. from one church to the next depending yeah. on what their denomination is or even to like we've seen when it comes to Catholicism converting over to you know uh non-denomination baptist you mm-hmm. know or any any of those other denominations um which they see fit you know because they might see where you know one of those de- denominations are more spirit led you know um you know I don't I don't have to go and you know talk to um um a, a church leader or or a priest just to be able for him to communicate my issues to god you know and stuff like that and i think that's one thing that has really stuck out to me is that like you know god gives us the ability for one-on-one time between each other yeah. you know and stuff like going that.
1: back to that relationship
0: yeah um so i, I just want if any any church leaders, um, are listening or just people in general, you know, I I, I want y'all to remember um, that, you know, this is, this is, this is God's work. This is God's doing. Um, You have to take I out of the equation and Mm. you have to stop being selfish about it. Um, That's right. You know, I, I really feel that with the traditions of man, when it comes to church, when it comes to just, you know, God's word in general, they manipulate the wording to benefit them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Per- absolutely. Personally or at the same time too, for their generation.
1: For their generation, for their leadership, for their particular denomination. I yeah. absolutely agree because remember when we were talking about Tradition as a Band and Traditionalism earlier, we said that it's about what we've done. Right. What our grand, our parents have done, what our grandparents have done, and so on and so forth, it's memorializing those things. Right. And when when we give that chief importance, that's that's no good because nothing should have chief chief importance over um, God and what it is that He wants us to follow for the betterment of us, for the growth of our faith. Yeah. And I, I complete w- completely agree with what you just said. It's, it's, it's definitely kind of a selfish thing um, that can be used to, to manipulate other people um, to see and look at what we've done. And what yeah. we've done is not what's important. Yeah. It's, it's what God has done in sending his son for us and the perfect work that he wants to complete through us that's what's important not what we've done um, for the church for the denomination Um, that's not what's important at all Yeah.
0: so and um you know this just came to mind um so that everybody can understand it's not just y'all it's been us too um let me go ahead and give you a rundown of you know what i've heard what i've heard people say or comment um that just to me are no-nos um number one um well when i was growing up as a kid we did things like this um or oh if if this pastor was here you know it wouldn't have been done like this Mm. um you know or you know um what else just um Oh no 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 no. Um. Well, th- this is here's my thing. Th- this is my biggest one right here. Um. Come as you are. Mm-hmm. A lot of churches and, and but this with one, conditions. Yeah, <laughs> with, with conditions. But come as you are. And I mean, even so, honestly, in my no, opinion, I was
1: saying that a lot of people yeah. say come as you yeah. are, but with conditions. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't actually come as you are. I just yeah. wanted to make that clear.
0: Yeah. Um. That is a lot of church models, and I really yeah. want to get into this one. Come as you are. Um, I have heard that I have seen it written on mission statements um when churches want people to come and fellowship, join together um in ministry with them um but there are so many issues with that based off of man's tradition, man's eye view on that same. Mm-hmm. Um come as you are but you need to wear a suit every Sunday. Right. because um,
1: that's what we do here at our church. Come as
0: you are um but you know women you you know you need to you know be be dressed um in long long garments, you know, um along the way. Um we don't want to even see your ankles, um you know. Um we want you to wear a jacket, you know, your shoulders can't be out. Um you know, uh come as you are. Um, But we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, you know, we don't praise God that, that, that loud, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. come as you are. But, you know, we, um, we know we're not that quiet, you Mm -hmm. know, Um, come as you are. um, Oh, but wait, hold up, hold up. I'm sorry. Um, We we wear these colors on this Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, um, I mean, I could go on and on, you know.
1: and, And the exact commandment of God, the antithesis of what you just said, is that God does not man looks at the outward appearance but but the Lord looks at our heart and yeah. that's that's what we should be called to do. We need to be looking at at the heart.
2: Right. But
1: we're so focused on our our man manly traditions of coming with a suit on and wearing these colors for this day and all of that when that's of really of no importance.
0: Yeah, it, you know, it's just... We
1: need to, to get to the heart of the matter, see each other for who we really are on the inside.
0: Yeah, so from my personal experiences, most recently with um, having new members or new new peers um, coming to fe- fellowship or visited our church, um, a lot of them were lost or are still lost um, on their journey. Um, but they were led by God to come to church, right? Yeah. Um, no matter what they have on, um, you know, it could be rags. It could be holes in their clothes. It, it doesn't matter. Um, my first instinct, just because I, I want to be led by what God wants me to say, wants me to do, wants me to, how he wants me to approach them. My main, my main thing about them is their name and their soul. Um, you know, I don't care about how they talk, um, you know, that, that's another thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, you know, oh, no, they, they can't go. They can't come here. They, they, they don't belong here because they don't talk like us. Yeah. They don't sound like us. Um, they speak another language. You know, it's just so many different things. That those things don't matter to me um, because if you're really spirit led along the way, God will give you and he will equip you with the things that you need to be able to help and direct these people towards him yeah um, and that's my idea of tradition of God, not tradition of man. I'm not going up to these people because somebody told me, right. or somebody taught me how to do this, what to say, you know, because you'll go places um, and they'll have manuals on how to actually approach people, mm-hmm. like, no, 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 we don't say it like this. Yeah. You say it like this, you do it like this, she blah, blah blah, if it's this person, listen, here's what we're going to do. We're gonna send them over here. We're gonna worry about this person over here. You know, like all that stuff. It, it's it's just it's it's almost. I had to say it's sickening. It's really yeah. sickening because, you know, um, imagine, you know, the the just the, the experiences God. I mean, excuse me. Jesus had to go through, um, you know, with reaching out to people when yeah. he was when he was doing, you know, God's work and when he was discipling. You know, it, it's, it's one of those things where he approached any and everybody. He approached people that probably had money. He approached people who, that didn't. who didn't, you know, and there's no change in his behavior and how he approached people. That's right. It was love, it pretty much love at first sight. Mm-hmm. And, and it, did,
1: it didn't matter if you were a Samaritan or not. We traditionally did not talk to you, speak with you, yeah. interact with you none of that mattered
0: yeah you know and i and i really have to hold it together every time i get to actually have the opportunity to talk to people because like without even knowing them you 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 when you really just look at them they approach you you approach them like you just want to cry like you just want to hug them and i know you know we're still dealing with covid really. you know you can't really do those things but you just want to do all those things because like you know you see their hurt and it, and it makes you hurt. Yeah. Because like Or it I, should at least. I want everybody to 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 feel what I feel to to love how I love because of God. Like you know like what what he's poured into me, I I want to do the same for other people and it just hurts because like they're not there yet and you know I I want them to be there and that's that, that's where like my my mindset is so when i when i do those things i feel like that within itself is honoring god that is the tradition he actually wants yeah um you know um you know i i i i I heard the saying working at chick-fil-a and i always kind of stick by it. you know love on people the way you want you know the the way you expect god to love on you
1: absolutely where it doesn't matter if if somebody follows your tradition or not they are still an image bearer of jesus christ yeah yeah yeah
0: and and a matter of fact i'm just thinking about too what you were saying you can go even deeper um um and we'll get actually probably on that topic at another uh episode mm-hmm. but one thing that comes to mind is um when i think about the traditions of god we have to stop and I'm talking about denominations. Each separate denomination, whichever mm-hmm. denomination you are part of, we have to stop thinking that our denomination is the only one that matters. Mm. Um, because no matter, and I'm gonna use these two examples, no matter if you are a brother or sister of Islam, or you are, you know, a part of Christianity, um, when it comes to you know Catholicism, Baptist, non-denomination, and we can go on and on you have to remember that no matter what we believe in no matter how we view it and how we see it and how we hear it we're still all connected in one way um yeah you know and that's you know the whole race thing to me is like you know there really is only one race and that that pretty much is we're all a child of god you know children of god excuse me um and we have to remember that you know um that within itself to me is like a tradition of what god wanted because if you leave it up to men and man you know we'd be having denomination wars you know or and
1: have
0: yeah and do. yeah yeah. So yeah yeah, have and do you're right we you know based on traditionalism
1: yeah. and not the traditions of god but yeah that's another topic for another it is. episode it is. <laughs> and
0: we will, we will we definitely will you know get that to y'all um whenever we can whenever we can put that together Um, but I just kind of wanted to say that because, um, you know, I, 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 I love everybody, um, no matter, you know, what your belief is, um, and where you stand with God, um, and how you view God, you know, I, I I just, I think if we all have that mindset, there would be so much more peace, Mm -hmm. clarity, and understanding in this world, and there'd be a lot of, you know, a lot of the nonsense that we do have and that we're experiencing, um you know that we could get through it that, that we can kind of eradicate you know um
1: yeah
0: um so yeah um uh, i'm looking right now um
1: takeaways
0: yeah um takeaways we went and said the first one so once we'll be spirit led when the spirit of of truth comes he will guide you into all the truth for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will declare to you the things that you That are to come, and that's John. That's a great chapter, right there, John. Oh, of course. Yeah, John, (laughs) chapter sixteen, verses thirteen.
1: Yeah, be spirit led. Yeah. Um. And let the Spirit of Truth guide you into all truth. Yeah. That's that's so important. The Spirit is not going to lead you wrong. So He's going to tell you, look, this is what you should keep. This is what you should give. Uh uh giveaway. This is what you should hold dearly. Um and like I said, it's it's always going to be um true. It's always going to be righteous. And it's it's not going to be confusing and um you won't be steered wrong that way. So I think that's That's really important, so please be spirit led ask the holy Spirit um, what things that you need to to abandon what things that you can keep um, what you can replace the things that you need to abandon with yeah that's that's so imp- so important um, and then another point is that we don't want to make we shouldn't want to make the word of God void in our lives by clinging so to traditionalism. Mm, yeah. And and we've had a couple examples earlier of, of how those things can be, the, the traditionalism and the word of God can be diametrically opposed. Um, when the Pharisees were talking about, you know, well, if it's this type of... Um, money that is supposed to be offered to god then we don't have to take care of our parents like jesus was like are you kidding me (laughs) it it says very clearly that we need to honor our, our father and our mother there's there's no little exception to that um because of this tradition that you have yeah um so that's so important that we don't want to to nullify or negate the word of god in our lives because we're so busy um trying to be legalistic or traditional in the sense that you know well we can use this to get out of whatever the word of god says right that's that's no good that's no good at all absolutely not um yeah, we don't want to make the word of God void in our lives by clinging to traditionalism. I don't know about you, but I don't want the word of of God to be void in my life. Right. I want it to be fulfilled one hundred percent to the highest degree that it possibly can. <laughs> um, straight up, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I don't want to. I don't want to be doing anything yeah. that's going to negate the word of God in my life. No way. There's no way. Um, because I just I just can't. Yeah. I I just don't want to. I I uh, and and I think that's something that we all need to reckon with. Is what we're doing undercutting the word of God in our lives? That's that's oof. That that one hurts. Yep. <laughs> because. In essence, we're doing it to ourselves. The enemy ain't got nothing to do with that necessarily. Right. We're doing it to ourselves by holding on to things that other people have done. Right. And when you say it out loud, that don't make no sense.
0: Right, right.
1: Wow. Anyway, moving on really quickly. Um, our call to action is to, for you to ponder the traditions that you keep in your life and ask yourself, Do they line up with the word of God? Is what I'm doing, is what my parents and grandparents and everybody else in my life that does these things, are we doing what is lining up with the word of God? Or is it just because we've always done this or not? Like, am I doing this because I've seen it done We've always done this or because it's a command of God that we are challenged to keep. Mm. And that goes for us, too. Every once in a while, we need to we're not perfect. We Mm. need to challenge the things that we're doing and say, hmm, I wonder if this is of God or not. I wonder if this is is something that God has outlined and given to us through his word or through Jesus for us to be doing. And if it doesn't line up with that, mm, it's, it's time to reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, yeah. So I just want to leave you leave you with that. Are we doing things because we've always done it this way, or or is it because it's a command of God that we are challenged to keep? And if it doesn't line up with the commands of God that we are challenged to keep, we have to ask. Uh, for the help of the Holy Spirit to let those things go. Yeah. Anything you want to add real quick?
0: No, no, no. I, I think that covers it uh, for this topic tonight. I'm
1: crying laughing because I said this was going to be a shorter episode. Yeah, I knew <laughs> that wasn't
0: going to happen. But um, before we leave you guys, like always, we like doing some shout-outs. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode tonight. Uh, Really hope that it could help you. Um, Please pass it along, like, share um you know continue to comment um and also too we thank you all for supporting uh but I've been checking out the views on on the podcast um sites um apple podcast and all that and we appreciate the support we the do. listeners the viewers the su- s- subscribers excuse me and uh we want to keep this community growing and growing um so shout out to St. Mark Baptist Church Whoop whoop. yep yeah life touch outreach ministry shout mm-hmm. out to y'all yeah um shout out to our uncle, Pastor Reverend, Doctor, have you the titles y'all wanna give him, Reverend Bonji. Uh I'm gonna do this too. I know you ain't gonna like this. Reverend Bonji Fernandez R V.
2: He didn't say the whole thing.
0: Well, I ain't gonna do that too. <laughs> they, they ain't gonna understand. They ain't gonna know what language that is if I say his whole name. Um but um yeah, we are proud of him. We couldn't be out there to support him. Uh but we wanna do we it. We
1: were supporting you from yeah, home. Yeah, huh?
0: and we and we're doing it right now live. So congratulations to you. On your new position um, In the, uh, the Baptist convention um, We know you're going to do great things uh, Led by God So we love you and we support you um, Also to um, our cousins uh, Like always the RVs um, Please continue to support their music um, You know uh, Along the way They are doing amazing things um, They are the RVs They have a single line right now Called uh, uh, best Best Days I yeah. believe. Yeah. Best, Best days. days. Yeah. And it's on uh Apple Music and I, I believe Spotify as well. So check that out. Um also too, um, big shout out um to the man upstairs, uh, our God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Um, we 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 love him, we honor him, we adore him. Um and without him, this wouldn't be possible, y'all. So if you're listening, shout out to God um for all that he is doing. Um, if
1: God's listening or if they're listening. They're listening.
0: Well, we know God listening. Come on now. Come on now. Ooh. Come on now. Um,
1: that, that tickled me. I'm but, sorry.
0: you know, uh, like always, y'all, like we said, please like, share, uh, comment. Um, we really want to build this community. Um, you know, we have so share many. Share with your mama now. Yeah. Yeah. aunties, everybody. We really, seriously, though, we want to build this community up. Um, you know, we want to actually take this to higher heights. Um, we want to be able to produce messages, um, you know, for the community so that God can really, really, really do his works. We want to help him do his works, um, wholeheartedly. Um, and also too, Hey, who knows, you know, we might be in your area, um, doing a live, um, you know, podcast in your area one day, but we need the community to grow. We need people to hear the good news. Um, so we just hope that you can help us out with that and, um, Hey, we'll be shouting y'all out as well too. Along the way, um, anything you wanna add?
1: Um, I'm getting ready to pray if you done.
0: Nah, nah, that's it. That's it. You can go take it away.
1: I just one more thing to add is um going off of what you said earlier, um that everyone that you meet is an is an image bearer of the God we serve and that you need to treat them as such. Um so I want you to remember that and carry that through the rest of this week and through your life, that every, every single person that you encounter is an image bearer of Christ. Um, and with that, let's go to God in prayer. Father God, we thank you so much for today and everything that you've given us. We thank you for dropping this topic in our spirits, Father yes, God. God and um, giving us the medium to let other people know and express um, what it is that that your heart is on this topic, Father God. We pray that it reaches those that you intend it to reach, Lord, Lord. and that there will be a change that happens, a revival that happens that breaks out where we are reaching everyone and and upholding the commandments and traditions of God, Father. We thank you for all of the listeners, all of the people who will share this, all of the people um, who didn't listen live but will listen after. We pray that you touch them in their lives and their families, Father God, um, and that you would continue to lead and guide us in all godly wisdom and ways. Yes, Lord. Um, We love you. And the church said.
0: Amen. Amen. We love y'all. Good night, neighbors. Y'all have a good one, and we will see you next Thursday. Be blessed.
1: Bye.